0: Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And, and together we are the Gossip, gossip and Gratitude podcast. podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Our guest this week, Glenda DeCasa, a self-proclaimed potato burrito specializing in influencer marketing, took her love for writing and transformed it into a business. Although she has been in the online scene for over 18 years, she has only decided to take the leap to launch her blog and turn it into a profitable business four years ago. Confessions of a Scorpio is a travel and lifestyle blog that shares stories of her adventures in life while highlighting hidden gems from around the world. Attracting hundreds of companies, she has learned how to solidify lasting
1: partnerships both locally and internationally, such as San Diego Tourism, Ford, JW Marriott Ice District, Swoop Airlines, Pixie Beauty, and Harrison Tourism, just to name a few. In addition to being a Canadian blogger slash influencer, Glenda has also taken the route of teaching others how to be successful by amplifying their creative talents through workshops, speaking engagements, and one-on-one consultations.
0: You ready? (laughs) I'm ready! (laughs) We're so excited. Me too. Me too. Okay. I will start with our gratitude moment because sometimes, yeah, sometimes Mm -hmm. you might need a second to think. Yeah. So, um, I'm grateful for this week. I'm grateful for my mom because, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm trying to learn how to cook and, bless the lady's soul because she's so patient i was like having a full-on meltdown because like i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and she was just like it's okay she gets on in there she's like i'll start it for you and she's like being so nice and like she's like just go do what you have to do i'll I'll watch it i'm like oh you're an angel thank you you literally frig but that's my grateful moment this week.
1: Lex, what mm-hmm. is yours? Um, mine's kind of dumb. It's not as heartfelt as yours. It's but okay. I'm pretty damn grateful for this friggin' toaster oven that we got <laughs> me. Because this morning I was like, I don't know, I just made like some grilled cheese like on the toaster oven and yeah. it was like so good. And I was like, damn, this is such a good invention. It's just like so convenient. Literally. The mm-hmm.
0: best. I also am grateful for those too. That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> All right, Glenny, what are you grateful for?
2: Um, well, this week I don't even know. <laughs> um, well, I mean, the last, like, I guess I'll say the last month, I was grateful for actually being able to have, like, give myself a break from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I'm very, uh, I get really, what's that word? Yeah. Um, I feel shitty when I don't take, like, if I take a break because I'm like, oh my God, I'm letting down like my business, like my blog, my audience, but I needed like time to just like do nothing. (laughs) No, that's so fair. So like, I am grateful to be able to give myself like free time to just self care and like reflect, I guess.
0: Good. Okay. Okay. I feel like it, it is like that guilt, right? Yeah. When you're like, yeah. oh, should be doing all these things. Like when you're just sitting watching a movie, you're like, oh, I should be doing this and that and this. And yeah. it's like so important. I feel like to just take your time, especially this time of year, like what else, what else is going I on? I know. That's what December's for. Yes. So, I totally agree.
2: Yeah. So like, even like sleeping in, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sleep until two because I can
0: <laughs> No, honestly, <laughs> girl. I love it. Frig. Well, maybe that should be my new goal. relax. that's so true. Well, we're glad you're enjoying your January and sleeping in. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank you. I need to like not sleep in anymore,
0: though, because I, I need to get back. back, back to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, that's totally fair. <laughs> well, I guess that we will just get into the questions. Yeah.
1: So okay. why don't you just tell us a little bit about like what you do for a living and how you kind of got started doing that.
2: Um, so I am technically a blogger and influencer, so I pretty much write about my, I guess my adventures in life, so whether it's like food, uh, mental health, um, and providing tips to people who do want to start the creative journey entrepreneurship um, and I also host workshops and uh, sometimes I do a little bit of copywriting on the side too and consultations for any businesses who want to learn more about influencer marketing because I feel like in Edmonton specifically or in Calgary a lot of businesses don't quite understand it yet um, and don't like really, they just think like oh this person has like 10,000 followers but they don't really understand the business concept of like the ROI and the analytics etc
0: Mm -hmm. oh boy Um, I don't understand it
2: (laughs) (laughs) um and I started because uh I was working a nine-to-five for a very long time I had like a I I had a good job when I moved to Edmonton I'm originally from Vancouver um but uh it wasn't really stimulating me as I thought it would for like x amount of years because like you're so used to like thinking after school you go to work and like that's your whole life until you retire you know um (laughs) um and so I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna just quit and then uh well I like reignited my passion for writing and then that's when I realized like what I what I have been doing since like I was I guess in high school is now like a business so I kind of just like used what I knew from when I was younger and like I guess, uh, taught myself how to incorporate as a business. And then that's when, when I started to like, when I started to get into it, like, I think like a few months into it, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to quit. And then just like figure out my life from there. Like I had no savings. Like I didn't really plan my whole life. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm uh, just like, let the universe figure it out for me.
0: Control. <laughs> like I feel like everybody like who has followed in their career that they like dream of has had that moment where it's like okay we're gonna cut all ties like yeah. we're taking off and gonna do it yeah Get we're gonna mandate off literally you know, I think yeah. that's so crazy um how long ago like are you sad that you live in Edmonton or do you miss Vancouver
2: <laughs> um to be honest with you I actually hated Edmonton when I first moved here no offense no. um uh-huh. okay. <laughs> um I'm so used to the city life like I'm so used to being constantly on the go like having like downtown being down like downtown having all these like like I was like in the nightlife industry where so I was always clubbing a lot and Mm -hmm. like helping with promotions and then I come here and I'm like why is it so dead is this (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) so it was like different so I actually um after like maybe like a year into living here I was like you know what I'm gonna just like flip this because there's no going back to Vancouver it's like Mm -hmm. hard to live there um and then I decided to actually venture and like go to places that I thought was kind of cute on Instagram like I actually like try to make connections online it was really hard because I was like I don't know anybody
0: here (laughs) daunting. daunting
2: yeah so I started to just go to places and I started to realize that it's so much more of a community in Edmonton than it is in Vancouver everybody is so nice and supportive mm-hmm. um and you don't find that in Vancouver Vancouver like the atmosphere is so different it's very like um a little bit like a Hollywood type of feel yes. where it's I feel like you know, uh, have you guys been to Vancouver yeah <laughs> I
0: so young I yeah. Went like two,
1: I've been like twice in the last couple of years but I love it there but I could see it kind of being more like competitive I feel like
2: Yeah, it's very, like, who you know, what you wear, how you look. Where it's here, it's very, like, somebody's going to be like, oh, I want to start this business. And, like, the whole community's like, yes, do it, girl. Like, I'm here for you. Where you don't get that in Vancouver, it's more like they do it to, like, they support you because they want to know if they can, like, leverage from you. It's so weird.
1: It's, like, Mm -hmm. a different outlook. For me, kind of thing.
2: Yeah. And it's like, so I've learned to love it here. Um, I mean, I hate the winter, (laughs) Um, that's not going to change. Um, I do miss like being by the mountains, like when it's like 30 minutes away or like being by like ocean, um, the beaches and stuff, but I do appreciate, um, the community of it. And I like, just, everybody's just so welcoming, you know? And, um, it's not, like, it, it's still dog-eat-dog dog in, like, I guess my realm, like, what I do, but it's not as bad. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I think, like, everybody kind of makes room a little bit. Like, oh, you have this skill. Okay, cool. I'm glad to know somebody now in Edmonton that can do this for me kind of yeah. thing. Like, it's not, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I feel like everybody kind of, there's room for everybody. You can kind of have your niche. And yeah. You don't really have to step on people's toes, but yeah, I totally agree.
2: Yeah, and I also like the fact that, like, people are very passionate and encouraging when it comes to uh, entrepreneurship. Um, Like, the way that they start a business, like, I love hearing the story behind it, like, why they started, the passion, and you can see it, like, for me I like I love food so when you go to okay. like mom and pop like restaurants like you can see like the passion that they put in their dish where it's like in Vancouver I find it's like bigger names like you know yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: totally no that's cool I really I'm gonna notice that more in Edmonton I'm gonna yeah. make a conscious <laughs> effort to be more aware so I appreciate that um, I guess going back to career a little bit, uh, what was your lowest point or biggest struggle that you faced? Um, kind of going out on your own and venturing away from the, I guess, regular nine to five and choosing your dream.
2: Um, I think for me was like balancing my, cause like I'm, I'm diagnosed with bipolar. So I have lows and highs, yeah. um, it's not like it's extreme bipolar, but I do have like when I'm low, I'm low, when I'm high, I'm high. Um, so when I got out of the nine to five, yeah. it was like in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, I'm on vacation, like whatever. Yes. <laughs> That's so true. Um, But then you start to realize, like, when you're not doing anything, like, depression takes over, and then you kind of question yourself a lot. So it was a lot of, like, struggle of, like, balancing my mental health. Um, Being alone in a city that you're not, like, familiar with, you just kind of feel technically alone right yeah yeah. so it was just like okay like how do I not have this take over me like I made the decision to quit like I can't go back on that like I was very like motivated by that but at the same time I was also like when I would wake up I was like fuck this day (laughs)
0: totally so, like second
1: guessing yeah. and like what
2: the fuck did I do yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was just like back and forth for a long time even like now sometimes like like I do talk about mental health on my yeah. social media and stuff and like you know when it comes to social media and, and Instagram a lot of people do take that into effect like the whole uh, you're envying someone else in that sense where it's like oh I wish I had this person's life yeah. and whatever mm-hmm. so because I know what it's like, because when I first started, I was like, man, I wish I was like that person in Edmonton or in Calgary. But I was like, yeah. you know what? I can be that person. So it was like kind of like switching your mindset. So I try really hard in my um, stories and in my captions when I post online or even in my blog that everything that you see is as raw as I can like put it out there um instead of selling a life that people like envy like I want to sell them a life that this is like reality like I have to work all the time these are like the people that I'm surrounded with like I play video games I eat a lot like you know what I mean it's not like
1: luxury shit so like more realistic and more relatable
2: yeah because I think we lack that in social media and like you see what everybody else get like I know sometimes I do like unboxing videos and like I do that because like <laughs> I think it's like nice for brands um yeah, and especially when they're smaller brands, like usually with bigger brands, I'm not like, I don't really do unboxing for them. But like yeah. for smaller brands, I feel like they need some sort of spotlight and they need some sort of awareness. Um, especially if it's a, like a brand that I actually genuinely love, then mm-hmm. it's like, I so I'm really particular with what I show off, I guess, per se, if you want to call it that on social media, mm-hmm. um, on my stories.
0: No, I think that's awesome because I feel like, it's just, it makes you more relatable, I feel like. Yeah,
1: I think there's a fine line, too, because you do see some influencers that are almost just, like, flashing. Like, oh, I'm working with this brand, and I'm working with this yeah. brand. It seems so disingenuous. You're like, I can't even trust, like, what you're actually promoting because you like it and what you're promoting just to show off. Totally.
2: Yeah, like, I did an unboxing for this drug, uh, like, a store drug um, cosmetic line, which is, like, lipstick and like i only started wearing like the red lipstick because i'm like everybody knows i wear red like i'm not gonna go through i'm not a makeup guru so i'm not gonna like go through every lipstick and talk about it because i only specifically wear red so when i there was a one point where i was like oh i'm gonna do some swatches for you guys and i actually put in my stories i'm like i never did it because i fucked up (laughs) (laughs) but it's like but then people responded to it and was like that's so funny like Cause you tell like you tell people that you're not a makeup guru. You have no idea what you're doing, but you're trying, and then you still fuck up anyway. But that's nope. the reality of it, you know. Yeah, like,
0: not trying to be someone you're not, like, yeah, know all the stuff
1: yeah. that. Right. I,
0: I also love that you talk about um, like mental health because I don't know. One of my best friends got diagnosed, I think, a year ago with a form of bipolar she told me it's like a such a full like a long spectrum and she just said she's like has such a hard time finding because I guess on social media a lot of girls will talk about like anxiety and depression which is also important but she said like oh I wish there was more people out there that I could look to about like what I'm going through with bipolar so I think I'm like I'm gonna send her your way because I think (laughs) that is so important and I think I love that you do that so
2: yeah like it's hard because it's like when, when, like, for me, like, I had the stigma, like, oh, my God, I'm bipolar. Like, I'm crazy. <laughs> so, but then, but you know what I mean? Like, when you first get diagnosed, you have no idea what to expect because you think automatically when you're bipolar, that means, like, you're erratic. Um, but then after a while, I start to get to learn more about my, I guess, my, like, my mental illness. And I'm at the low spectrum. So, it's just really, it ex- explains, like, my moods of, like, why when I'm low I like have no energy and like when I'm like high like I'm really driven I'm like I can do like 10 things at once so it explains it a, a little bit more and for cool. me like understanding it makes me it kind of like I can I can fight with it versus against it if that makes
0: sense yeah you yeah. feel more confident you just like okay this is a part of me it's not good not bad but we're yeah, just... just embracing it. And... <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, like, it's part of who I am. Like, I don't try to, like, fix it. I'm just, like, I just know now, like, if I'm, like, feeling a certain way, then that's just, like, how I am and I just have to give myself a break and then I just come back, like, you know, so. Yeah. Um. So what would you say
1: that, I know there's a lot of girls out there who are kind of trying to get into, like, the social media influencer thing and, like, blogging and things. It's, like, you know, becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. So how what would you say for girls, like, on how to start securing different contracts with brands and working with different brands like how did you get started doing that
2: um, I would suggest like I mean with 2020 coming up like it like I find that everybody's gonna end up being an influencer anyway like it's all about word of mouth but if you really want to stand out and secure like the brands that you love like generally love and it's long term you as an influencer have to also um, get yourself like set like to stand out if that makes sense. So it's like, don't just promote brands because you have a collaboration with them, promote brands because you generally love them. Because when let's say a brand goes on your Instagram and you're just promoting everything that's like an advertisement or everything that's only a collaboration versus like something that you just generally love without being paid or without getting a free product for it, they can see how you like integrate the brand into your lifestyle with no effort mm-hmm. and that's what brands look for right they don't want to work with somebody who works with ten thousand brands at once they want to find somebody who is authentic um who's unique and who can integrate their own story and their own life into their brand because when you look at advertisements like before when we like watch tv (laughs) um (laughs) um, when you look at advertisement like you can see yourself in that car that they're promoting or in that cereal that they're eating like that's at the same time as an influencer you have to like flip that and like you know integrate that cereal into your day-to-day life that's not just a cereal that because you're promoting it it's a cereal that you generally love like for me it would be lucky charms right yeah um (laughs) Uh, so it's just like understanding the basics of marketing in a business sense not just like hey I'm an influencer I'm entitled to free stuff because that's not what companies want and that's not who they look for when they want to work long
0: term true no I think that's a good point because a lot of times yeah you just see maybe some people who I'm trying to think of a good example of other influencers I've seen who. And you can um,
1: definitely tell when people are in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and
0: they're just like, "Oh, I want free stuff. And I want
1: like the recognition and whatever." And it's like you need to be doing it because you want to help others, and you know, like you should have good intentions behind it, other than getting free stuff. Like totally, I feel like it's yeah.
0: blatantly like an ad. Like it's like, oh, she's just living her life and. Yeah. She likes fluffy (laughs) charms.
2: Yeah, Yeah, like I think a lot of people uh, misuse the term influencer. That's why I hate saying I'm an influencer (laughs) because like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm an influencer. I'm like, okay, but what are you influencing? Like, you know, like that's always like the question I'm asking. Like, what is your message? Like, what are you trying to solve that is, you find as a problem in our society or in our community? And if they can't answer that, it's like, okay, then you can't really say you're an influencer if you're not influencing a movement. Like, you know, I don't know. That's
1: that's I've never really thought about that before, but like, even just saying that, I'm like thinking of people that I like watch on YouTube and stuff, and I'm like, what do you even like do? influence? Yeah. yeah. That's such a good
2: point. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, my perspective on it, Um, and that's how I've always seen, like, influencers, because there's so, like, it's so, there's so many people who want to be influencers because they see it popping on Instagram or on YouTube, TikTok, whatever, but it's, like, you have a platform, but you're not really utilizing it to the best way possible, so how could you really call yourself an influencer if you're not really influencing anything, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: So... I think a lot of people too don't even really see all the actual like work and business that goes into being an influencer. Like they just think like, Oh, all I have to do is throw up an Instagram photo. But I think there's so much more that goes into it. I mean, obviously, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, There is a lot of work. Like I'm always working. Um, I'm like, I've tried to take a step back because I've noticed that like, I'm always working without like actually taking the time for myself. So, um, like, every time like I would go out, for example, I'd always think about like an outfit that I'd be wearing. So that way I could take a photo at a certain spot. Like if I go to downtown, I'm like, okay, so in downtown, what spots would be good for a photo op? Like, you know, I always have to think ahead of time. Um, even when I travel, um, Myra has like stopped me from doing this, but <laughs> when I travel, um, I'm always thinking ahead, like, okay, what companies do I want to work with? If I want to work with them, this is a blog post. Like I have to like figure out my life in a business sense where I like don't know how to like I stopped knowing how to balance and people forget that you're constantly working when you are a content creator like you're always coming up with ideas you have to think in advance um and when you're like I just take my own photos unless Nicole does it so when you do take your own photos you have to edit it make sure it's like perfect on the feed make sure it looks good on the blog like you know what I mean like it takes a lot of freaking work
0: (laughs) and there's so much pressure like you're constantly I feel like you probably feel that where you're just like I constantly need to be doing something Yeah. like yeah stay relevant to stay so I can't even imagine I also have learned that like Instagram is freaking hard (laughs) teach her the ways yes. <laughs> so, I have no patience
2: <laughs> like that's why it was kind of like nice to take a break like that's and also the reason why like I feel guilty because I'm like I should be like showing up for my audience and like I've learned that if my audience are generally like my audience that yeah. they'll always be there for me even if I like go MIA for like a few weeks oh, like you oh, know
1: yeah. and, do need that break
2: yeah, and it's like, if you're not, if you're going to unfollow me, if I'm not posting a well, lot, or whatever the reason is, then you're not really, like, part of my community then, you know? Mm-hmm. negativity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's a good point, because if I really enjoy somebody I'm looking at on Instagram, and if they don't post for a couple of months, I'm never, like, unfollowed, they haven't posted. Yeah. I'm just, like, oh, well, that's something new. Yeah, yeah you're, like, you excited
1: know. when they do post.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, um, last year I took like a long ass hiatus. I took like a few months and, um, and I wasn't posting. I wasn't like writing, like I wasn't doing anything. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to take a break. And that one week break turned into like a few months. Yeah. And I was just like going through my own shit, at, like my personal life. And it was actually really nice to find like people that actually vibe with me to like DM me and be like, hey, like I've noticed you haven't been posting. Like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? So it was just like, oh you guys remember me yeah. <laughs> You're like
0: connecting in a different way.
1: Yeah. That's
0: yeah. cool. I love and that. That's, and
2: that's like as an influencer or blogger or a content creator, like I think that's what people need to strive for, not to like make an impression or not an impression in like a in a bad like in a bad sense, but it's more like you want to cultivate a community that's there for you and you're there for them, whether you show up like every day or whether you show up here and there, like you want to be there, like you want to develop that relationship. Um, But if you're just posting every day to show off, like just to Mm -hmm. be like, this is me, like I have no value, but this is my photo, then -hmm. you're never going to create a community that
0: is yours
2: to keep. if If that makes sense.
0: No, I think that's such a good point. Because, like, if you just toss stuff out there like that, then what's stopping them from going to follow another account that does the same, whereas yeah. if you provide value, they're excited when you post and what you have to bring. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, okay, so I guess a little segue here. So how did your career in blogging and social media kind of morph into teaching others of what you've learned?
2: Um, when I first started, I didn't really know what I was doing (laughs) um (laughs) so I actually have been in like the online so-called world uh for over like 18 years so when dial-up was a thing (laughs) um (laughs) I actually went online and started like learning how to create websites um so there had like, these, like, social media networks that were, like, web pages, like, MySpace kind of thing, but there were, like, different kinds, so there's one practically in Vancouver, one just for Asians, like, it was just weird. It was a weird time, <laughs> um, but I was bored, and I, like, like I had strict parents, so um, that's how I, like, learned how to do the digital stuff, but then I went to school for criminology um, and graduated, and... It's just, like, I just couldn't find a job. Like, you know that yeah. phase where you, like, graduate and you, like, you well, just... What, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um. So when I got... I reignited my passion for writing, I thought that it was, like, how it used to be when I had, like, an online, like, journal before. But then I saw, like, people utilizing it as a business. So... I had no idea what to do. I had no no one to reach out to. Like, I did find, a gr- like, some people that, you know, have always been my support group since mm-hmm. day one because we all grew together. But it's, like, we, like, didn't know what we were doing. Like, we were trying to, like, help each other, trying to figure out algorithm. We're trying to figure out how to make money, um, yes. how to do affiliate, whatever. So it was, like, a struggle, and it was just, like, frustrating. So now that like being in Edmonton, um, I see that obviously there are a lot of aspiring bloggers and influencers out there and I can, and I know there is no proper support. So it's like, I've done all the hard work, yeah. <laughs> so let me, like, help you, because I do like to see other people succeed, like, it honestly makes me really happy when I see someone succeed, um, and I was kind of, like, there to help them succeed, you know, like, not taking all the credit, but it was, like, oh, that's, like, my baby having wings now, like, mm-hmm. you know, that. feeling t- <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's why I do it because it like it's my purpose. I find like I was given all this experience and all this knowledge. and it's like if I don't utilize it to help others, then what like what legacy do I leave behind if I decide to retire? you know, so so it's like I might as well share that with people who generally want to grow. like, for example, I'll give you guys an example, Nicole, like you guys know Nicole, right? Yeah. yeah. The photographer, so my photographer. So I met her when she was first new to Canada and she wanted to like interview me. And we actually connected on Facebook and then we met. And she was so like, Oh my God, like this is your life. Like she was very like new Going to away. the whole yeah. yeah. So I was like, So I was like, You know, you have all this passion. Like, so I ended up like just kind of like helping her and like being there for her and I wasn't looking to her as like a photographer anymore I was looking to her as a friend and like now she's like booming and I'm just like (laughs) so I'm just like yeah and I'm just like so proud of her and it's like I never want to take that credit because that's all her hard work but it was just like I see her from afar I'm like oh my god that's my baby (laughs) yes honey you're killing it (laughs) but it's like I want like I love feeling that way so I think that's what I've like like I love doing the research so I'd rather just do the hard work and like help people succeed and that's why like I love to do the teachings I love to do consultations um I don't know it just like makes me happy
0: (laughs) it's weird no I honestly think (laughs) it's like it's so important I am a huge Tony Robbins fan but he says like one of the biggest things you can do in life is like finding fulfillment by helping people and so you've you know you've grown your career and you've kind of hit a point where you're like I need something else and like honestly I think it is the most fulfilling thing in life when you're able to like help people watch them grow use your skills and like I don't know I'm very impressed
1: (laughs) yeah Um, okay let's switch gears for a second um, so your like blog slash website is called Confessions of a Scorpio. <laughs> so we have three water signs here. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> a Scorpio, a Pisces, and a Cancer all together. Oh
2: my god. Okay. Of emotional Should
1: we all, yeah. Should we all have a cry? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Can we cry BRB? Let me just finish my bottle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so why do you like obviously you connect to astrology and then you yeah. connect to sign. Um and so why is that something that you've like found interest in?
2: Um I don't know. Like I from the beginning like I always been like into horoscopes and then just recently I like dived deeper into it. <laughs> and like not in a witchcraft sense of way but kind of <laughs> um <laughs>
0: yeah. okay. Lex is teaching me all about this. All
2: about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like like, I love reading people's birth charts, like, I know it's just, like, astrology, like, some people, like, think it's not real, whatever, but it's, like, it's, it's interesting, because it's, like, you know, I can connect with it, like, my moon is Libra, um, but I'm very strong in, like, Scorpio signs, like, my, like, my sun sign is obviously Scorpio, my rising is Aries, and I see a lot of, like, specific characteristics from these signs of, like, who I am, and, like, how I deal with, like, certain things um and i've been like spiritual in a sense where it's like more not like religion spiritual but more like universal like believe in faith kind of spiritual um so like, I go on Twitter. I know this is really corny, but sometimes I go on Twitter. <laughs> and then, like, I look up, like, astrology, like, tarot readers and stuff like that. And, like, at the end of my day, when I'm feeling emotional because I am a freaking water sign, okay. uh, <laughs> um, I read their, like, readings of the day. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, girl. Like, you totally read me today.
1: <laughs> oh, I it. it just gives yes. you, like, information that, like, somebody, like, understands you. And yeah. I feel like also to all the people who like don't believe in astrology like I just hate that because I'm like if it's something that like helps you to understand yourself better in your relationships then like why is it harmful like I feel exactly. like just let people
0: like do what they want to do yeah you're like yeah. That's, I did this in a situation because of my yeah. it's
1: just like a self-help tool really yeah. it just helps you to like connect with yourself better so then I don't really see why people shit on it yeah I agree yeah.
2: And it's, like, it's, like, I mean, like, when people talk about their node signs, like, for astrology birth charts and stuff like that, and, like, what you struggle with, your past lives, whatever, whatever. And it, like, makes a lot of sense because then I looked at what, like, look at what I struggle with, like, what my issues were in the past relationships, my patterns. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, holy shit, like, I need to fix this for myself. Oh. But it's, like, oh. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. It's more like self development than it is like harmful to others, if that makes yes. sense. Um, yeah. But I do get a little psycho. So when I start dating someone, <laughs> I look at their chart. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, girl, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I just like make sure we're compatible. And then if I like see red signs, I'm like, this is why you're acting this way. <laughs> yeah.
0: literally. So have you read your birth chart? This <laughs> is why you're doing yeah. this. To me. Let me tell you about yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And like, um, the guy that I'm dating, like, he's yeah. a Capricorn and um I was like really shy about asking him for his birth date and so I'm like so one day I'm just like, Can I have your birthday and the time and place and where you were born? <laughs> and then he like gave it to me and I was like, Okay, B R B
1: reading your birth chart So this is why you do this. <laughs> this is why you do this. Literally the exact same as me.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I don't, like, he, like, he doesn't believe it, but he thinks it's just, like, funny, so he'll, like, he'll throw memes at me, astrology, it's whatever, but it's, like, when I, when I sense that he's emotional, I'm, like, this is why you're emotional on this day, because of this moon. <laughs>
0: I, love I feel it. like all our boyfriends are the same, like, yeah. Yeah. who are these girls?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, it's just, I don't know. I just think it, like, I connect with it more. And a lot of people are like, oh, like, you can't analyze someone because of, like, because they're Scorpio or because they're Pisces. I'm like, no, it's actually your whole damn chart. Like, your whole chart kind of, like, explains your characteristic, you know? So people just
1: need to learn. (laughs) Open your mind, everybody. Open your horizons.
0: (laughs) People. Right. No, I love it. That's so fun. Um, okay. So next question we have for you, what would you say would be one of your favorite opportunities or the coolest opportunity you've gotten so far being an influencer?
2: Um, I mean, all of my opportunities have been like great. Um, one of, I guess like one of the most unique that I, I know this is another spiritual thing, but I manifested this shit. Um, (laughs) was that I got to travel, um, I got a travel collaboration, so I was able... It wasn't, like, super far or anything. It was a a trip to BC. Um, I went to BC. Uh, Harrison and Abbotsford for the Tulip Festival, so mm-hmm. I had a whole trip planned out. Everything was covered, and I was able to bring a plus one. And um, I actually brought Nicole because she's never been to BC before because she is new to Canada, and yeah. she's talked about going to BC. So I was like, Hey, so when do you want to go to BC? And she's like, I don't know, like it's my dream, blah blah. blah. I'm like, How about on these dates? Yeah. <laughs> and <What>? like. <laughs> she like legit cried her and her mom Aww. cried it was it was cute and i was like okay stop being emotional <laughs> yeah.
1: that's so fun that you have to like share it too like with like one of your best friends like, if mm-hmm. one, like, yeah. girl, like
0: literally like, that's so cool
1: yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah. i want to go to bc <laughs> I go so like
2: It was like, it was nice because like, it wasn't like talking about Vancouver. It was talking about places that people don't really think about. Like Abbotsford is like, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to take a vacation to Abbotsford. But when you actually go there, it's actually very um, mentally stimulating because it's very (laughs) calm. You're like one with nature and the places that I was like, the places that they booked us for to stay and to go eat. It's very like community-based, which is, like, my forte, and, um, I did a vision board in last year in January, and it was funny because, like, like, we both came home, and then that night, me and Nicole were texting, and we looked at our vision boards, and, like, we, te- we pretty much manifested the whole trip without even knowing, oh so God. manifestation works, guys. was <laughs> so
1: cool. Yeah, That's so. Awesome. Something like that to, like, look back and to actually see, like, that you, yeah it. like oh my god that's why i love vision boards that's mm-hmm. so cool yeah. um
2: but yeah i think that was like one of the coolest i think it's like the most unique trip that i had because i was able to develop my relationship with nicole like on like a trip to see how we work together because we're very um opposite like she's okay. very religious i'm not i drink a lot she doesn't drink like you know it's like yeah. we're two different people but we we are very respectful. So she'd like talked about it in her blog about Mm -hmm. like how our dynamic works. So it was just like interesting to like know and grow as like an individual and just to experience these places with somebody that you care about. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think that was like the most coolest one, I guess, as of recently. But altogether, like most of my collaborations have been like amazing because it's just been like long-term partnerships that I develop a relationship with so it's almost as if like yes it's work but it's also like we become friends throughout this like process so well that's awesome
1: um so what would you say kind of to sort of start wrapping things up a little bit here what is your number one biggest piece of advice for girls in their 20s who are just trying to figure out what they're doing with their careers and like maybe if they are interested in self-employment kind of what would you say to any young girls out there that are kind of in that stage of like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't be like everybody else. Um, like I find that we're all unique in our own ways. We all have different strengths and weaknesses. And I think once we capitalize on our strength versus like looking at what we don't have and like you know, jumping on the bandwagon because it's the hype. Um, the success rate and like your motivation to keep going it's just gonna like go lower and lower as you progress so I think if you just capitalize on your own specific unique uh, personality and success I think that's where you're gonna continually strive in like the social media world or self-employment world Um, whether you're a content creator if you want to be an influencer blogger, writer, podcaster, whatever (laughs) Um, yeah just like don't be like everyone
0: else and just be yourself I think that's that. so true, because if you think about it, like, there's room for everybody out there, but if you do the same thing as someone else, it, you know, like, that's already out there, you don't need yeah, to do like, that.
1: why would somebody follow you or choose your business over another when you're literally the yeah. exact same, like, you need to find uh-huh. someone who you stand out and you're unique. It's so true. Yeah.
2: And it's, like, it's not bad to be inspired by certain, like, influencers or individuals or, like, you know, entrepreneurs. Um, But it's one thing to be inspired by them, and it's another thing to be exactly like them, like, you know? So it's, like, you can utilize someone else's, like, idea and, like, but flip it to make it your own. Totally. so like I like for like for example, like when it comes to fashion, a lot of people are always like wanting to be on trend. and I get it because that's where you get the most views because everybody's searching for it. I yeah. like but then you are like everybody else. and
0: yeah. put a spin like, on it,
2: kind of thing. yeah, like be different. like I don't know, wear cat ears or like wear like, <laughs> wear like a ninety shirt along with that outfit. like be who you are, not because, of what you expect other people to see, like do it for yourself. Don't do it for other people.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think that people will be able to tell when you're not being yourself, like it comes across through your work. And so I think that mm-hmm. people, it'll they'll see it as disingenuine if you're copying something and not being true to yourself.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I exactly. love it. Oh, thanks for filling us in on your insights. Yeah, I, it's just so interesting. Yeah. So
1: where can people, like if people want some advice from you, where can they find you or like what kind of, services could they get from you yeah pimp yourself out
2: (laughs) oh my god I hate that (laughs) (laughs) I hate selling myself but it's what I do um you can go on my website confessionsofascorpio.com um that's where I write all my adventures and my my daily ramblings um and My services are also there for anybody who wants to do, like, an audit or wants to do one-on-one consultations. Um, Or you can just, like, go on my Instagram, which is Glenima, G-L-E-N-N-Y, M-A-H, and then follow me there. Um, You can also DM me. I'm really bad at DMs, so sometimes (laughs) I may not (laughs) reply right away. But I will respond back to you. Um, And also, I am having a workshop coming up on Mm. January 19th, I think, yeah, um, where I talk about actually pitching to companies and creating a relationship with companies. Um, So there's going to be like a workbook, like a copy and paste for templates um, for pitching for your emails. And I talk about utilizing your brand into your pitches and how that works. So it was something a lot of people have been asking for, but I'm like, I don't really know how to do this. So now I'm doing it and I am nervous as fuck, but it's going (laughs) to happen.
1: And that's through Yeg Boss page, right?
2: Yeah, that's like, I usually do my workshop through them, but like, um, yeah, it's with Boss Base. It at It is at ATB Entrepreneur Center. Um, it's like a whole day workshop. It's one to five. Um, and you get like a e- ebook and it's like a presentation and you get fed because I love to get fed. So you guys are going to get fed. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I love it. Sounds good. You were an angel. Thank you so (laughs) much for taking the time out of your Sunday to chat with us.
2: Of course, thank you guys for having me.